us for another amazing message from C3 Church Calgary. Our hope is that our podcast will equip and connect you to Jesus. Now prepare your hearts to receiving something new from God today. Hey everybody, we're just bringing some greetings uh, on behalf of uh, Kelly and myself from um, Rocky View Hospital. And uh, this is either going to be the most um, weird sermon you've ever heard or the most memorable. And I want to share some things on my heart and I really, really wish we were there. But um, right now we are in a um, little bit of a suspended state as we work out some health stuff. But here's, here's what's going to happen this morning. God's going to minister to your heart from the Word because it's alive. And uh, I'm really thankful for the people I've met since I've been here. So uh, this morning there'll be uh, Damien and his family will be there, and that'll be great. So um, he was my nurse last night, and so I'm glad that he's going to be there. So I'll be with you um, by video in a moment, and uh, we just, uh, in the meantime, are uh, working through something so God can get maximum glory. So God bless everybody. And do you want to say something? Well, I just want to say we're in isolation. I have to be covered up because they're just testing Lauren right now for some possibly flu virus. So I'm going to get out of the picture because I'm probably more distracting than Lauren is. But she looks great in yellow. Well, everybody, we're going to go into the word for a little bit. And if there's little edits, we're going to have some coughs. Uh, don't worry about that because this word is so alive within me right now. Um, I believe that God really wants to share it. And I'm also I'm wrestling between doing what the doctor says, that I need to stay another day, and just giving up on the word, which I don't want to do. So I'm going to get all I can here and learn what's happening within my body and find absolute divine and supernatural health. But uh, for right now, the word is so strong within my heart. I want to take uh, this time to share it with you, and then there's going to be uh, a time for the altar team is there, and uh, I've got, uh, they're ready to go, and they'll, they'll pray for you if you want prayer, and so let's just go into the Word, and I just uh, really believe God's got something very, very special for you today, and so if, um, if uh, this is a little bit different, it's different for all of us, but the Word is alive, and so let's let it speak to us right now, so this is my... Um, second in a, uh, the series on hope, and uh, I'm a very hopeful guy, and uh, the, the topic that I wanted to share today with you, the sermon I had prepared, was about the breath of God, and once you know this week I've been admitted with some breathing issues, some respiratory issues that I'm going to get to the bottom of and get healed of, but uh, in the meantime, I believed that the Lord wanted to release to you uh, from from uh, from his word about steps on how promises and how his word come to pass and so if today you've had a promise from the Lord or you've had a prophetic word from the Lord and it hasn't completely come to pass yet I want to say that this sermon is perfect for you and there is hope for you and so that's where I want to go uh, so before I begin there's about three points I want to make and so my time will be relatively short but uh, early this morning, probably about 3.30, 4 o'clock, um, I just took some time uh, to open up the Word and say, God, I need you to speak to me. And uh, so before I get into the Word, I just want to bring you this passage from Matthew chapter uh, 14. 
And I've read through the Bible a number of times, but I'd never seen this before. I know because it's never been underlined and I never got this, this, this portion. So it starts in verse 29. It says, and I just love this. There's really only um, three verses here, uh, but this is what I believe the Lord was speaking me, to me today about. It said, Jesus returned to the Sea of Galilee, climbed a hill, and then sat down. Verse 30 says, a vast crowd brought him, like a whole bunch of people brought him, the lame, the blind, the crippled, the mute, and many others with physical difficulties. And they laid them before Jesus, and he healed them all. Don't you love that? Nobody was left out. <clears throat> and verse 31 says, the crowd was amazed. And hear this, those who hadn't been able to speak were talking. And the crippled were made well. And the lame were walking around. And those who had been blind could see again. And they praised God. So, he, so I, thought, I said, Lord, but I'm not in this list because I'm having some respiratory issues. And I felt him say, just read it again a little slower there, sunshine. Don't move so fast. So I go, okay. A vast crowd brought to him the lame, the blind, the crippled, the mute, and many others with physical difficulties. That was my group. The many others with physical difficulties. It says that what they did was they laid them before the Lord. So here's what I'm doing right now. Is I'm bringing myself before the Lord and I'm laying myself before him. And he says the result of doing that, of submitting myself to them as I laid themselves before him and he healed them all. So Lauren, who had some uh, breathing, shortness of breath and stuff, all that is going to, as he lays before the Lord and he listens for the steps of Jesus, he is going to be healed. Okay, now, I've got, I've got that word from the Lord this morning. So I'm going to hold on to that. And as I'm sitting here right now, I'm not quite in the fulfillment of that yet. So here's what I want us to learn today, how that hope gets restored, because sometimes along the path of prophetic fulfillment, our hope gets delayed. And it says in, in um, Proverbs 13, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But here's the other part of that. But when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. You and I were meant to live with hope. When a desire comes, and my desire is for wholeness, and your desire is for what God has placed in your heart, that desire, when it comes to pass, it's just like <clears throat> that time in the, in, the, in the Garden of Eden. It becomes a tree of life, where when we feast on it and we eat upon it, that desire gets fulfilled. That longing gets satisfied. So this is what the Lord wants for us. And we have to never forget that that's what God wants for us. Those desires in our heart that he's placed there, those desires, when they're fulfilled, it becomes a tree of life. And here's what he wants us to do, is to come to him who is the tree of life. He wants us to come to him to gain our sustenance from him. But what happens when we have a desire that's not fulfilled? Good, good question. One of the things that I've been learning about is about Jesus spoke a lot about the kingdom. And he said that you and I were to seek first the kingdom and then other things would be added to us. What does he mean by the kingdom? And it says he went about preaching of the kingdom. So this is something I've been just meditating on. Well, here's, what, here's the thing about the kingdom. The, king function, the kingdom functions with certain principles and laws. And as we learn those laws, we now are bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth. And we're no longer functioning 
under earthly principles and laws, but we function under higher laws. So what are some of those laws? Well, here's what I wanted to share from Ezekiel chapter 37, a portion of what I was going to preach this morning. Uh, excuse me, uh, garment adjustment. Uh, here, here's, what he, here's what he's trying to share with us is some kingdom laws about how, how are the um, promises and, and uh, prophetic words over life how they're fulfilled. <clears throat> so, first thing we have to remember, and we all know, is that life and death are in the power of the tongue. We all know that. So when we talk about bringing these words to pass, how the words have power, they have creative power, what they actually have the ability to do is paint pictures within our imagination. And so you and I have all have pictures. They're images that have been somehow imparted to us and painted within our imagination. The question is, who painted those pictures? And so what we're to do is get our pictures from the Word of God so that we can have something to anchor ourselves to, an eternal truth. And so just the word that the Lord spoke to me at 3.30 this morning. Now, I'm, I've got something to anchor myself to. But here's what happens many times with us. We think because it didn't come to pass in our time frame that it wasn't meant to be. Uh, that's not the case at all. That's, that's what we have to be very careful with, that we're not uh, putting our time limit on, on the Lord. Um, but, but what he's doing is he's reminding us that words, according to Deuteronomy 28, when you get to hear the word of the Lord, when you hear him speak, it makes you the head and not the tail. It makes you above and not below. It makes you someone who is a lender and not a borrower. And that's what Deuteronomy says. If you'll heed my word, Deuteronomy 28, it says, as we heed his word, then we become a certain type of person. Well, here's, here's what's going on right now is that many times when we've got a promise or we've got a word and we've built our hope upon that word and it doesn't come to pass, we just want to reject it or something. We want to just say oh, and ignore it. But, but words are like seeds. And this is a principle of, of, of the kingdom. So that's what we have to remember. The question I have for you is, is if you're like me, we have thought in the past, well, those words are just my words. That's they're not. Words are like seeds. You remember John 1.1, 1, 1, it said, In the beginning was the Word. Before anything was, there was a seed. There was a Word. And, and so, so these words, my question to you and, and has been to me, where are my words coming from? We need to be careful who's putting words into our life. That's not just your words. You know that the devil has words. Are you listening to his words? Hollywood has words. Your friends have words. When you're watching movie, they have words. The music you listen to, that has words. The books you read, they all have words. And, and as you read those words or you hear those words, they form images. And then those images become like idols in front of us. And we now are going towards these, move towards the images that we're seeing when God wants us to have images that are based on the word of God. And he wants our imaginations filled with hope because he, he said in Jeremiah that his, he has plans for us to give us a what? A hope and a future. So he's got ho a hopeful future in mind for us that's very positive. And the picture that he's trying to paint for you and I is a positive picture of our future. So here's the people I'm addressing this morning, people like me, who are, are in the middle of not the promise, you have a promise, you've got a word, you've got a word from God, you've got a word from his word, you've got a prophetic word, you've got a word, but that word has not been fulfilled yet. 
And what happens along the way, when that word, when you're, you're carrying that word and the, even the image you had, it doesn't get fulfilled, what do we do? Well, this is what, this is what happened in Ezekiel's story. And I'm going to tell you that this has been my, the message I've had all week in my heart, and I know God wants to share it with you today. So you'll know the story, you remember the story about the dry bones, and in chapter 37, but maybe you didn't read chapter 36 first. Because in chapter 36 first, uh, before, it says that how the people had been scattered and they'd been divided. And what God wanted to do is bring them back into the, a land, and just like he promised. So he had a promise for them. So uh, he says in verse, uh, chapter 37, verse 1, Then the Lord took me and carried me in the spirit to a valley filled with bones, and he led me around among the old dry bones that covered the valley, and they were scattered everywhere across the ground. And then he asked me, Son of man, can these bones become living people again? So he asked, asked uh, Ezekiel, he said, Can you see what I'm showing you? And do you believe, do you have hope that they can live again? Do you have an image in your mind that's based on my word from chapter 36? Do you have an image in your mind that these bones can live? Can these become living people again? So, uh, O sovereign Lord, I replied, you alone know the answer to that. So, so he, he's asking, but I want you to speak to them. So he says, then he said to me, speak to these bones and say, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. And so this is what we need to say, is we need to say, okay, these places where we've been divided from our purpose, we've been divided from our promise, we've been separated, something, there's something has happened, whether it's relationally, we've been separated uh, financially from what God has meant for us, we've been separated from our destiny, what's been separated, <coughs> broken, <coughs> scattered, <coughs> excuse me, scattered, what's been separated, and he he wants us to speak to it. And my question is, why doesn't God just speak to it? Well, he has from his word. And now he wants you and I, because he's given you and I authority on the earth, to we're to now go and take dominion and create, use the creative words. So he needs you and I to speak. My question, have you been speaking over your promise? And have you been rehearsing your promise? And so that you've got a very clear, positive image about that. Well, here's what happened. So it says that he spoke, look, I'm going to breathe on you, the, the Lord says. So, so he's using the word Lord. Look, I'm, I'm going to breathe into you and make you live, alive again, live again, and I'll put flesh and muscle on you and cover you, and I'll put breath into you, and you will come to life, and then you will know that I am the Lord. What's he doing? He wants us to know that he is the Lord, a loving father, a good, good father, a kind father who only has good things for us. But as I'm reading through this, I'm realizing it's not enough that these bones are just together. They have to have breath. So he said, when he spoke that, when I spoke these, just as he told me, suddenly, so we need to be obedient to the word just as he told me, suddenly, as I spoke, there was a rattling noise all across the valley and the bones of each, uh, of each coming together and attached themselves. And then as I watched, muscles and sinew formed over the bones and the skin formed to cover the bodies, but they still had no breath. This Ruach of God, the Holy Spirit, it's not enough that, that you come together. You need, we need Holy Spirit, breath. That's what we need. We need heavenly oxygen. That's what we need. And so what he was doing is he, all he did, uh, he just prophesied to the, the, the bones and, and it was partially fulfilled. These are the people that I want our, our prayer team to pray for this morning. They have a partially fulfilled promise. So what did, what did he ask him to do? He didn't say give up. 
And he didn't say prophesy the whole thing again. He said, just prophesy the piece that's missing. He said, don't, don't call them to come together again. They're already together. But here's what you do is you go prophesy again. He says, and, and, but he said, there's no breath. Verse nine, he said to me, speak to the winds and say, this is what the Lord says. Come, O breath from the four winds. And I've been calling on the Holy Spirit all night. Come, O breath uh, for, from the four winds. Come from the four winds and breathe into these dead bodies. And for me, breathe into these lungs. Breathe into these promises. Breathe over your people, O God. Breathe once again so that they may live again. And so I spoke as he commanded me. And the wind did enter the bodies. And they began to breathe. And they all came to life. And they all stood to their feet. And a great army came to pass. Here's, 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 the, here's the thing for us. And Excuse me. Here's the thing for us. When God speaks to us, his word is forever settled in heaven. You and I need to settle it on the earth. When he speaks over us and he has spoken and he's spoken in his word. And when he's spoken to us that we're going to be healed or when he's spoken to us that we're going to go from here to there. For them, he was calling them to a land. And he said, I'm doing this so that they might know I am the Lord. It's not enough that we know he's the Lord that takes us part way. He's the Lord that takes us all the way. He's the author, the one who authors it, and he's the one who finishes it. So if you're here this morning and you have a partial word that's not fulfilled in your life, here's what we do. This morning as you come to the altar, and I'm going to have someone come up and just direct this a little bit, and they're going to come and help us finish, finish this, this talk and help, help to direct you. We're going to come and prophesy to that portion that still isn't fixed. We're not going to prophesy to the whole promise. We're just going to prophesy to that piece. And for, in this case, it was the breath. You've, what you've got is you've got a partial fulfillment of the word but you haven't got a whole fulfillment. You and I have to understand the conditional nature of God's promises, the conditional nature of his prophecies, that they depend on your and my cooperation. They need our agreement, and they need to have us anchoring ourselves in the truth, this, the, the, the seed, the incorruptible seed, the word of God, and when God has placed something in your heart, and when he's, got, he's put something in your spirit and he's spoken over you as a family or as a ministry or as a destiny or as a business, when he's spoken over you, his word is good and he will come, it will come to pass. So if you're between the, the, the spoken word, the prophetic word and the fulfillment of that word this morning, listen, this morning, God wants you to respond to his word. You're not responding to a, a, a man and you're not responding to an altar team. You're responding to the Lord. And you're responding to his word. And His, when his word is spoken, and this is how, how worlds get formed, by spoken words. And we rehearse those words. And we let those words build images in our heart about a positive future, giving us a hope and a future. And when we prophesy to those pieces that are not quite finished yet, it's just another, it's just another, we don't give up. Just it's not enough to know the word or spoken at once. We repeat it. We speak it out loud. We do whatever it takes until that word comes to pass. And my friend, when we do that, the Lord is glorified. And he says that you might know that I am the Lord. That's why I'm doing this. And if you want to know that he's the Lord of his, the one who fulfills his promises this morning, I want you, seriously, I want you this morning to remember, I'm standing on my word over here at Rocky View Hospital, and I will walk out, and I will, and the breath of life is coming into my lungs, and I'm not sure why it isn't complete, but I'm speaking to the unfulfilled uh, parts of that right now. 
And if you're here this morning and you need to respond and there's unfulfilled pieces, hope that's deferred can make a heart sick, but when a desire is fulfilled, it's the tree of life. I want to call you back to the tree of life and hold on to that desire and let the Lord paint pictures and speak words into your destiny and your future. Friends, he's good for his word. So this is the best I can do to be close to you today. And I'm sorry I'm not there, but I believe the Lord wants you to have that word. And I want you to respond this morning in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you that you're ministering your life through your word and through people's imaginations and through the words that you've written on their heart, you're speaking to them. And today you will minister to them in the areas that are incomplete in their destiny, in their purpose, in the words that you've spoken, that they will come to pass, that they may know that you are the Lord, their God. You are good and you only give good gifts. God bless you, everyone. I love you all. I'm sorry you can't be there, but I will. We'll be with you again soon. Have an awesome morning. message has impacted you. For more information about what's going on, please check out our website at myc3church.ca. Now go change your world.